You're listening to the Back Porch Talk Podcast. Danny and Jason had many discussions and debates on the back porch while making pivotal investment moves with assets. That's right, with trading cards. They welcome you to the back porch and right into those discussions about current sports news with a fresh and unique twist. So come on and join us. Welcome to the Bad Force Top Podcast. I'm your host, Jason. Because Danny. Fans, we got a full show for you today. NFL talk. We've been on the national championship game. And what's going on with the Milwaukee Bucks? But first, Danny, right into the NFL and where the last week of the season, the only game that I was interested in is that of the Green Bay Packers against the Chicago Bears, the longest standing rivalry. Mm-hmm. in all of NFL and the Packers prevailed 17 to nine. Uh, Jordan Love, man, listen, he started off okay. Then it was a little rocky. And then he ended brilliantly the season. Uh, he goes uh, off and basically the Packers were in this situation where if they win, they're in. Yep. They lose, they're out. And they went ahead and took this game, man. Jordan Love throws for 316 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions, and this a great game by him. Uh, I would say this, Danny. I was really hoping that the Packers would face uh, the Detroit Lions in the first round of the playoffs. Uh, one thing people have to realize is these Green Bay Packers, they are the youngest team in the NFL and now they're the youngest team in playoff history. So I was hoping that they would face off against a, a, a known opponent uh, in their division against the uh, Detroit Lions. Uh, but they go ahead and play the Cowboys in this first round, Danny. I don't know. I don't know. This Cowboys defense is stout. Uh, our defense, the soft spot is always in the middle of the field. It never fails. The opposing team is third and long. What happens? They throw it in the middle of the field. Hell, you can say that about second down. If it's second down <laughs> and long for the opposing team, what they, what can they do? Throw it in the middle of the field. Uh, this is going to be an interesting game, uh, playoff game uh, by the Green Bay Packers. I would say all the other games to me was, you know, it was just the last game of the season. A lot of people making money uh, based on some contracts, uh, contractual obligations by the NFL teams if a certain number of sacks are made, uh, receiving yards, touchdowns, rushing yards, whatever the case may be, whatever uh, stipulations in the contract or um, uh, this last game was really meant for that. What say you, Danny, about the last week of the NFL season? Well, Jason, one thing of note with the Packer game was people are a little worried because of what happened last year. It was the same scenario, winning you're in, they're at home, and the Bears came in trying to prove something, and they fell short. There are a couple calls, man. I don't don't know about Justin Fields. They don't give him calls at all. He was getting rocked upside the head and all these calls that other quarterbacks may get. He was not getting anything, so – that's why I feel I felt for him a little bit, um, but you know the Bears tried and they fell short. 
So now the Packers get an opportunity to get in the playoffs, get some experience. And uh, like you said, across the middle, you know who, who they got? C.D. Lamb. And that's all he do is go across the middle. Oh, so this is going to be a long game. So we'll see. You never know, man. You never know. Uh, teams have folded in the past. But uh, one other game of note <clears throat> this past weekend I want to call out was the Atlanta Falcons, my boys, facing the New Orleans Saints. And the significance of this game was whoever wins this game had an opportunity to take the NFC South if Tampa Bay lost to Carolina. Tampa Bay won, but it was Carolina actually gave them a game. The Falcons were tied 17-17 at half and lost 48-17, to 31-0 run by the Saints in the second half. Uh, Desmond Ritter started off hot, had over 200 yards in the first half, two touchdowns. Bijan had a long touchdown reception. And then Desmond Ritter turned into Desmond Ritter in the second half, threw some picks, and then the tide, the momentum, everything just shifted. And being in New Orleans, that didn't make it any any better. And it was one of those games, too, where Arthur Blank, the owner of the Falcons, he was going back and forth on Arthur Smith. This game, I thought the team quit on him. Uh, I thought that was actually the week before in the Chicago game. But this game, first half, I'm like, all right, they, they're actually playing for him. You know, it has some hypeness. And then that second half, I was like, oh, heck no. Change has to be made, and change was made. They fired Arthur Smith. I think it was the right move. We just don't have a quarterback, and we need a quarterback. Whoever they bring in, I don't care who it is, if we don't have a quarterback to support this team, we're going to be in the same boat. So that's the number one priority in the offseason. I don't know what they have to do or who, are they, who is available that they can possibly bring in, but Desmond Ritter and Taylor Heineke ain't it. They're good as backups, but not as starters. I'm curious to see how this offseason goes for us. We have the eighth pick overall again. Uh, I was, I'm assuming it's not offensive, an offensive player unless it's a quarterback. Uh, but they do need an edge rusher big time. And uh, it was just a sad season for us, considering all the games we blew in the fourth quarter and then icing on the cake these last two games. Um, so we'll see, man. A lot of rumors out there and just wait to see what comes to fruition. With regards to the NFL playoffs, Saturday mm -hmm. games, Browns against the Texans mm -hmm. uh, in Houston, Dolphins at Kansas City. My prediction, that Browns-Texas game is going to be actually really good. The Browns' defense has stepped up tremendously. Texans, C.J. Stroud has been balling. That's, this one's a hard one for me to pick, man. I feel like this. If it was in the cold, I would go Browns. This is in the state, in the, in the dome. So I'm leaning a little bit towards the Texans, um, but defense travels. So I'm torn on that game. Uh, the Dolphins-Kansas City game, to me, that's going to be a blowout. It's going to be zero degrees, man, Kansas City. For Miami to travel to that, come on, man. You know what time it is. Yep. Steelers, Bills, Bills got that one, in my opinion. Packers, Cowboys, oh, this game is on Sunday, 4 30 game, toss up. 
I can see the young Packers not caring about their age. All they're caring about is winning. But that defense is shaky. Chris Cashman throws some interceptions, man. Uh, but I can see them going with C.D. Lamb, like you said, all day, every day. Rams, Lions, whew. This is going to be a good game. This is going to be a very good game. But I'm going to roll with the Lions on this one. Okay. And last but not least, Monday night, Eagles, Buccaneers. Eagles have been in a downward spiral. I'm going to have to roll with Buccaneers, man. But I'm rooting for the Eagles on this one. I really am. What say you, Dan? In that Browns tight or Texans game, I'm waiting to see the injury report because there's been rumors of a lot of key people um, on both sides of the ball for the Cleveland that may not make uh, be able to play. But if they do play, I'm going to go Cleveland uh, just because of their defense. Joe Flacco is the key, though, because Joe Flacco <laughs> has been balling, but this could be that dud game that everyone's been expecting. So this is where I could see Houston winning, but I'm going to go with Cleveland. Kansas City game, I'm going to go Kansas City uh, just because of the cold weather and they're able to deal with it and they can put pressure on Tua. So Tyreek's going to you know, try to get his because, you know, playing against his boys, his former team. But I think this Kansas City's game to uh, lose, actually. Buffalo, Steelers, I'm going Buffalo. T.J. Watt's not playing. So this is a big advantage to Buffalo. But you've seen Buffalo in the past. A couple of these games coming into the playoffs where the teams they're supposed to blow out, they barely beat them. But I think Buffalo takes it. Cowboys, Packers. I'm going to go Cowboys here. Dak is, you know how he is in the playoffs. But I think Dallas's defense will be the key here. If they get pressure on Jordan Love and make him force some throws, uh, that could be a benefit to the Cowboys. And then C.D. Lamb, if he can keep playing at that, that level he's been playing at, they should be good. And Jake Ferguson, actually, I'm going to call him out too because he's in the middle of the field too. Uh, so he can exploit them. That Rams, Lions, Sam Laporta may play. And I think that's the key to this game, honestly. Even if he's just out there as a decoy, I'm going to go Lions with you, man. I I can see the Rams, though, winning because Detroit's secondary is terrible. That's the Achilles heel to the defense. Their run defense is really good, which will stop Kyron Williams or at least slow him down. But that secondary can be had. That's my only fear with Detroit. And then Tampa, Philadelphia, man. You talk about two teams limping into the playoffs. Uh, if A.J. Brown plays, I'm going to go with Philly. I think they can put it together. But their defense has been atrocious. So if they can do anything of note on defense, at least slow down Mike Evans, I think they have a good shot at winning. So I'm going to go Philly with the upset. And now, Danny, on to the national championship game in college football, where the Michigan Wolverines have actually uh, prevailed. Well, not prevailed. They went ahead and took this thing, man, against the Washington Huskies, 34-13. I don't think it was this, to me, was a surprise. I, you know, was thinking Michigan was going to win. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think we were surprised that it took into the fourth quarter for them to really take full control over the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was going to be a little bit earlier. Uh, but nonetheless, man, J.J. McCarthy throws for 140 yards, 10 for 18. Uh, the big thing here with Michigan was their rushing game, uh, where uh, Quorum had 134 yards, uh, Edwards had 104 yards, especially in the first half. The first half was, whew, was crucial yes. for the Huskies, man, because they could not stop the run at all. But they held, they hung in there. Uh, at half, it was 17 and 10. I thought it, it should have been even a bigger deficit. Uh, I thought this was going to be a blowout in the first half with all the rushing that Michigan was doing. Uh, but Huskies, you know, they stood pat, held uh, Michigan uh, to, in the second half, to uh, lesser numbers there, rushing wise. But Michigan goes ahead and does this thing, man. What say you, Danny, about this national championship game? Well, Jason, I was actually rooting for the Huskies. I just wanted to see Penix get that national championship. Uh, Washington's been an underdog all season, and they kept pulling it out. And I thought this game was setting up that way, like you said, because the way Michigan came out and when they had that first touchdown run, uh uh-oh. But then they kind of held 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 and then the third quarter Washington Penix was off but then they had a couple drops and some key penalties so it was a lot going on on the Washington side of the ball that they just couldn't overcome from the defensive side because it was just too many opportunities that they they didn't take advantage of so it was a good great season for Washington man it was um, they have a lot of good talent on the, on both sides of the ball, so we'll see them in the, at the next level. And then on the Michigan side, yeah, the running game, man, Quorum really got going in that fourth quarter. So it was Edwards kind of carrying them through those first couple touchdowns he ran, and then Quorum had the next two. And he had a great career, and we'll see what he does at the next level. Eventful year for Michigan. So for them, for all the, you know, scandal and rumors and all this other stuff going on it's kind of bittersweet um to see them win but now we'll get to see what happens with jim harbaugh if he goes back to the pros or not um, i think this is a great opportunity for him to walk off get away from the college game and all that's going on there and you know throw his ring hat back into the ring and the pros there are a lot of opportunities that are available. We'll see. We'll see where he ends up. He has a lot of places he can go and he'll get paid no matter where he goes. Um, it'd be nice to see him in Atlanta, actually, if they can bring a quarterback in, he can work with the quarterback because that's his specialty. So congratulations to the Wolverines on the national championship. Now, Danny, on to the Milwaukee Bucks and where we don't still know what the hell's going on with Milwaukee Bucks, man. Giannis goes ahead and he puts it out there. They need to do better. The equipment manager needs to do better. <laughs> Cleaner clothes. I mean, the whole night, he just went after everybody, man. But it doesn't matter, man. Because Utah Jazz comes into Milwaukee and just puts like 77 points on them in the first half. I don't know what's going on in the locker room. 
Uh, I honestly believe it's it's the coaching staff, man. Um, Dame did not play in that game. Mm-hmm. So you can't necessarily blame Dame for for his defensive showing uh, against the Jazz. I don't know what the Bucks do by trade deadline. I don't know what assets they have to trade at this juncture. I don't know who would you trade at this juncture. I'll be afraid to trade uh, Connington because great locker room guy, uh, especially with Bobby Portis, and he's great in the community. Mm-hmm. You definitely don't trade Bobby Portis. Jay Crowder is someone who we're missing, but Jay Crowder is not going to solve all the problems that we have. So I don't know where we go from here. Beasley has been balling. That was a great pickup, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. It's just that defensively, I don't know what we do here. Um, I don't think giving the team practice time is going to help. I know there's been mentions that they just don't have time for practice, but what the hell y'all do on an airplane from game to game? I, I just don't understand that mm-hmm. part of I think you can do film work and I think you can indicate what you're trying to do on a defensive side of the ball. Um, you can do that several times over um, on the plane. Maybe they're trying to get some rest on the plane, whatever. I don't know. Something needs to happen. We are now in January, close to mid-January. It's going to be time for the all-star break. But to that point, Danny, there's also the trade deadline, and you're already halfway through the season yeah. by the yeah. all-star game. More than halfway through the season by the time all-star break come, rolls around. So one of us has a lot of work to do. Uh, Horse is going to have to do something. He's already done something by getting Dane. He's going to, have to do something by getting more defensive yeah. help. What say you, Danny, about these Milwaukee Bucks? And the crazy part about this whole thing is they're still in second place in the Eastern Conference. And they have, what, the third or fourth overall record, like winning percentage. So it's not like they're Detroit, you know, where Detroit is at the bottom. But it's one of those things where it's just still inconsistency. And they have a little homestand here coming up. They have Boston in tomorrow night. Uh, so can't wait to see how they play there. And they have the Warriors and I believe the Kings. But then after that, I think they have Cleveland and Detroit, the next five. And so that's those are games, those are winnable games for them. But I don't know. I just can't put my finger on what they're doing. I know defensively they're terrible. They're hard to watch on defense because they played San Antonio last week. And... <clears throat> key contributor to our tech stream called out the play that was going to happen at the end of the game where San Antonio was going to have a wide open three-pointer and they did and he just missed. So it's one of those things where they're not moving on defense and a lot of this is effort. So some of it too is are they starting to quit on coach, try to get him fired or you just don't know the motivation behind some of this play. Um, I think Jay Crowder not being there is a big, big part of this. But he was there 
earlier when they were struggling too. So it's, <clears throat> I don't know. I think a change will have to be made because Giannis keeps making these comments. So something's going to have to change. And I know he is one, <laughs> he was the sign off on the coach. So if, if coach leaves, he has to take some accountability for this too, because he's, I would call him the leader of the team. I know Dame is, you know, a veteran and a superstar in this league, but this is Giannis's team. And if things aren't happening right, then he needs to, you know, keep motivating the team. And I think too, some of it is, I think he handles the ball too much still. Yeah. And some of the team on the offensive side of the ball is just sitting there like, you can kind of see it. Everything's stagnant. You know, he's getting his, but all these other players need to get theirs too. So I think it's a combination of things right now. And I think it'll come to a head by all-star break if like the wheels completely fall off and they have a big losing streak or something. But if they keep having these win three, lose two, you know, and they're still in the second second spot, it's going to be hard to fire the coach. Unless yeah, internally that someone says fire him. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll say this defensive wise, the Milwaukee Bucks ranked 22 out of 30. They ranked 22 out of 30 teams in the NBA in defensive ratings. And so that's bad. This is coming from a team who just a year ago was ranked what one or two in all the NBA. Um, so yeah, there's gotta be something here um, that needs to be done. So I don't know, Danny, we'll see. Something's going to have to happen quickly. Thank you for joining us at Backports Talk Podcast. You can also join us on Twitter by tweeting us at back underscore podcast. For more information, you can go to our website, which is backporchtalkpodcast.com. You can also email us at backporchtalkpodcast at gmail.com. Again, thank you for joining us. And remember that there's enough hate in the world. So go ahead and spread a little love.